Hey, Mystic Michaela, spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we're doing some aura hot takes. We're doing aura vocab, and we're doing some aura splaining gone wrong. When have people thought you were crazy when you aura splained them? But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So we did something kind of, uh, well, back to normal today. What did we do? Well, um, after about a year and a half, I have finally made it back to yoga. Yes. <laughs> uh, it was quite the experience. We, you know, we we do yoga with Ed. He's the only person. Yeah, that if you I will listen do. to the early episodes. Yeah. We we uh, somehow right. I got you to actually go to yoga. You you were having a hard time with your flexibility, and I don't know how I dragged you there. I don't know, but, but I was so proud of you. It was, and I really do. I really was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then of course the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and the only person I will do yoga with is Ed okay. from the Y and. You know, because, you know, I do the bouncing baby, whatever. Yeah. I do the, what, what are those things called? The the dog going down. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> All that. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like what you call them. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't remember the names of them. You know, what was, what's that? The other one was the more, Good Morning Sunshines or something we did. The Sun Salutations? Okay. It was that. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and, you know, the great thing about Ed, and this is actually the reason why I went back, is because I knew the program was going to be probably just about the same Ed, as when I left. He's because he's, he always does the same. He loves one. the pattern. Yeah, he's, he's Ed. So Ed is Ed. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, the great part about him is that you do all the same exercises you in the same do. order, you and do. he says the same exact thing. He does after every exercise. Yes. Like even all his jokes. He's kind of like me sometimes. Like he, he remembered makes the same us jokes. completely. Oh yeah, I love yeah. that. Isn't that crazy though? Yeah. He like remembered our names. He knew I watched Outlander. Right. And, <laughs> and, crazy. and that's what I'm getting to. Like oh, okay. the only joke he ever makes is about Outlander. Yes. He, you know, you know, every time he sees me, he's like, did you watch Outlander with your wife yet? And I go, no, Ed. <laughs> and he's, he's so funny. So, but it, you know, I'm going to tell you, I was like stiff as a board. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, really was not doing my my exercises like I was able to do before. Your range of motion yeah. was limited. Yeah. You know, I, I think when you, if you've ever gone to a yoga class, yeah, it's kind of like everyone's so quiet, you know? Yes. And then every once in a while, there's that guy in the corner of the room that's like, oh boy, it's hard. <laughs> uh, uh, and that's you. <laughs> and it just, you're like kind of loud in the class, but it's yeah. the why, so nobody cares. It's not like we're in... Well, I mean, I was... Some sort of boutique fitness where you're you going to get kicked out or something yeah. for not I mean, wearing the right tough, pants. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do go to the back. I always go to the back corner. You back do. right corner. You know, and... You were feeling it today. Yeah. I mean, I was huffing and puffing back there. You know, I was when whatever those other things we did, the turtle without the shell. I mean, that was hard. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even... I don't know that one. You didn't do the turtle without the shell? I don't know what turtle without the shell is. Which one's that? I think that's like when you put all your knees to your nose and you, you wrap your hands around your legs. Oh, I don't know what that... It's like kind of like... I don't know what that one's called. Oh, okay. Sometimes I've had different... I don't know what it's actually called. Some yoga instructors like, make yourself into a seed. Like I've yeah. heard them say that. Or I thought something. it was a turtle without a shell. Okay. That's... You know what? That's what it looks like. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I make up my own names for these things, but... <laughs> It, it it was difficult, and um, but I'm glad I did it because yeah. I feel like really loose feel good, now. Right? Yeah, my back feels better. Yeah, I have a whole philosophy about working out. Like you can have like an eight pack, but if you can't, I don't know, get off the floor by you know without using your hands, or you put on your own sweater, or like I don't know, just bend down, you know, little things like that. Then what's the yeah. point? And yoga is good good for that. Yeah, so I think we go back next week. We'll see, you know. I think I think we'll be back in the yoga. Yeah, again. great. We're yogis. We're yogis again. Yes, I'm. I. I was a YouTube yogi during the pandemic, but 
I have to question. Am I, am yeah. I a yogi? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I have to ponder this. But <laughs> like music just came on. It just got like really deep in here. Yeah. I, I, I think I am a yogi. Whoa. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, I have that yoga body. You do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids found um, your sixth grade yearbook. Oh, my God. <laughs> we didn't even plan on talking about this. I did not. And you got like bullied by our own children like they open it up <laughs> abby's like wow you're really skinny <laughs> just, i'm just thinking about you saying you have a yoga body and the kids like mocking your thinness as yeah. a sixth grader yeah they did they did mock me as a sixth it's not grader, nice but and um, they were trying to look for you in all the club pictures and they were just like laughing at you it was awful yeah all right. Not nice. I understand. Well, <laughs> all right. We, we did want to keep this uh, episode light today yes. because uh, the last few weeks we, we went deep. Went a little heavy. Went a little heavy. Yeah. You know, we, ancestral trauma, yeah. cord cutting. Our, like, um, yeah. Things like dark, that. Dark empath. Dark empath. Yeah. Empath narcissists. Yeah. I mean, we got into some like history discussions. Oh, my God. You Holocaust talked about the Holocaust. And, Jeez. Yeah. So all we, right. we, we need fun. We need gonna, fun. This is a fun episode. Yes. So, you know, if you don't like fun, you got to go. So <laughs> if you like fun, stay. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in that like victim blue mentality right now, probably no. not for you. Just go re-listen to last week. Yeah. They, <laughs> they go back into those last three weeks. Yeah. We got something for everyone here. All right. So you've been telling me there's something called a celebrity hot take. Hot takes. I have no idea what that is. All right. So this is what a hot take is. And I mean, this is my own Megan explanation. Um, a hot take is basically like, it's not researched at all. It's basically like an opinion that's like super salacious and like quickly said, and like, like I said, totally baseless off any sort of research or anything like that. Um, but I don't know, people are enticed to hear other people's hot takes. So we thought we'd do some aura hot, hot takes. Okay. And the, and these, and you know, I'm going to do some myself. Oh, okay. I want to play along. All right. I was going to do more pop culture ones. Yeah. Things I've been a- being asked about with the aura colors. And you're going to do... Me too. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm oh you've that. been asked too. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. No, so I'm, we'll... I'm doing the pulse of what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, you got your fingers on that pulse. I got the finger on the pulse of the nation. Okay. Uh, I'm going with the ones that, you know, are really in the news. Well, start us off. Start us off, Scott. All right. Sorry. All right. Give, give us your first hot take. All right. This, and this one I think everyone would agree on. Okay. Um... Really big actor, huge actor, uh, Clint Eastwood. Oh. Yeah. Kind you of, know, oh. uh, he starred Westerns, Dirty Harry, Man With No Name. Is he in pop culture right now or? Well, well I mean, <laughs> he did, He was award, He got an award from the Emperor of Japan. Well, that's cool. Uh, he got the Order of the Rising Sun, okay. third class. What? Yeah. I don't know what second and first class is, but. That's pretty good. Third All right, class. so these are your hot. You're just kind of telling us about him. Well, I'm just going like, to oh, okay, tell you. Oh, okay. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. He is green and blue. That's But he has inauthentic red. He does. Yeah. He likes to shoot him up in those westerns. Yeah. He's got that edge. Yeah. So I'm glad I can bring that wow. to the audience. That's not really what a hot take is, though. No. I'll tell you what a hot take is. All right. All so right. who do you have? Right now, everyone's talking about Naomi Osaka. So she's a tennis player. And again, you're not supposed to research this too much. So, and I don't understand tennis. Okay. But I would say she's pretty good. She's a she's good a, tennis player. I don't know who she is, but I assume she's better than my dad. Yes. She's okay. better than most. I think she's better than most people in the world. Yeah. And most you know? people in the world are better than my dad as well. Right. So, but she's like top. Okay. Okay. Anyways. So um, she's actually Indigo Purple. And what happened is, well, she's very young. She's 23, but um, I think she won the front something in 2018. This is terrible. She won like the okay. big one, big one. 
like world open okay something french open they're always called open something open she wants something open in 2018 and i was like actually and because they've been showing footage of this um she won she won against serena williams i want yeah and uh you know it was like a tough match and even and they were like booing like because there was something with like a ref decision or something and then like people were booing and it was like and they make them go out there and like the loser and the winner have to stand next to each other and even serena williams was like everybody stop it like we're congratulating her and she's like crying she put her head under a towel i mean she's young how awful so she's a self-proclaimed introvert she's supposed to be in the french open this is why everybody's talking about it and she basically said very nicely listen i can't do interviews i want to focus on the tennis, the game, um, I, I battle with depression and anxiety and like it just, she was very vulnerable and very honest. I mean, the girl, the poor girl wears headphones all the time to try to stay in her own bubble, which I understand because I do that too. And, um, they said, no, they will find you if you don't do interviews. And so she said, all right, and then I'm not going to compete. Okay. And, you know, there's two sides to it. One, you know, she signed a contract. It's worth millions of dollars. They all signed the same contract. It says exactly what you have to do. But what about, you know, she's being very vulnerable about her real mental health struggles. And, you know, there's kind of like this whole thing. Like, why, why, what is this voyeurism attached to the game? Like, why do we yeah. have to watch them? Anyways, being Indigo Purple, you cannot shut out other people's... This is my hot take. As an Indigo, you cannot <laughs> shut out... Other people's feelings, judgments, thoughts, opinions, everything. I mean, and, and and how do you play at that level and have that swirling around in your head? You can't, and unless you don't get it, like, and you can't also, you don't have boundaries. You have to make your own boundaries. They're not natural to you. And also, like, in interviews and stuff like that, just I can see this for myself and I can understand this from her. Just let's say somebody asks her something and she says it the wrong way. I mean, she might obsess about that and then it just gets in her head. Like, oh, my God, I should have said this. Why didn't I say this? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I, I didn't say it right? Da, 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 da. I don't know. What, what do you think? Well, I don't really know much about that, but could I do a hot take on that? Yes. Okay, my hot take on that is why would anybody watch a little green ball being hit back and forth over a net? So you're saying tennis is dumb. Yeah, I'm saying the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, who could sit there? So your hot takes, tennis is yeah. dumb. All right, think about it. Maybe it should be called red rant hot takes. <laughs> like, first of all, they don't give you any shade. You're in the stands. Right. It's like, let's say it's July. Yeah. You're boiling. You know, they're, you know, you're- You pay you're more the... for the shady seats. Oh, you do? Yes. Oh, not terrible. Oh, now it's not even fair. Yeah. Okay. Those so are pe- more money. Yeah. All right. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Do you have like people that they hire like with an umbrella, like you can hold an umbrella for Maybe. you? Maybe. Yeah. But you're sitting there in the heat and just watching two people like uh, uh, grunt back and forth. <laughs> it's true. That's what they do. With a little green ball. Yeah. You know, I don't get it. Okay. So, but so that's your hot take. That's Dennis my hot is take. Dumb. But All I right. agree with your hot take too. Okay, thanks. All, All right. right. Well, your turn. I mean, let, let's see if you understand a hot take now. Let's see if you could do a different kind of hot take. Go okay, ahead. yes. I got this now. Okay. My next one is William Shatner. He oh. was Captain Kirk. Okay. Captain of the USS Enterprise on Star Trek. Uh, he was on Twilight Zone, the very famous Twilight Zone with, uh, with the uh, man on the wing of the plane. Mm. Uh, he was appointed officer of the order by Canada. Oh. You know how big that is in Canada? It, oh, it's big? Real big. It's like, I don't even know what that's equivalent to. We don't even have an equivalency in the United States. Wow. If you're appointed the officer of the order. <laughs> and I have no idea what it is. And um, <laughs> I believe he is a green purple. 
He is, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he's okay. still going strong. He's got, like, I think he still has, like, a show about, like, mysteries. Yeah, um, Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries something, or something like that. Something called similar. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's not really a hot take. You all just right. told us about him, but okay. Well, well. Yeah. He, oh, he, oh, all right. He, okay, well, the hot take is mm. he's going to reprise the role in about 10 years. Do you just make that up? Yes. <laughs> you miss- all right, you're kind of getting there okay. with what a hot well, take is. Well, you go get it. I'll try All right, all again. right, all right. Okay, so everybody has been asking me about Rihanna and her new boyfriend, ASAP Rocky. I mean, I don't know if that's how you say it because it's the ASAP, but the S is a money sign. ASAP? So ASAP oh. Rocky is his name. Anyway, so okay. you might know him because he was the rapper who was incarcerated in Sweden and Trump got was trying who's tweeting all the time about freeing him and stuff. Right. And I then don't. don't you remember that? It was yeah, like I a whole thing. Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, and, and like cuz there was this whole like free rocky movement or something and then well he did get released. Okay. And then he never said thank you to Trump and then there was like another big then like Trump got know. angry about and it or whatever. Is he friends with little Naz, my little panini? <laughs> I have a small weenie. I don't, that guy? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. All but right. people ask so Rihanna has had such a hard time in love, and she's purple and blue. These now, this is my hot take. I mean, what? I this is weird. I, I thought she. I thought Rihanna was with Eminem. No, they had that song several years ago. Oh, okay, I thought they were. A couple. I just, thought they were a couple. That you're just no. They just had that song. Okay. About domestic violence, I think. Okay. But Rihanna actually is a victim of domestic violence herself. Mm. I mean, she's just been... And she's very private. That's the thing with Rihanna. Like, she's very out artistically, but very private about her love life. So that we see her finally happy with somebody, this ASAP Rocky. Um, so I was looking at pictures because people are like, oh my gosh, tell us about... Like, she finally feels good. All right. So what he... He's purple. So ASAP Rocky, he's purple blue, but he has this red on him. And it's... It's not supposed to be there, but it's not going away. And I feel like this is because he had some... And I see this sometimes with people who've had very, very, very traumatic childhoods where it's like, I don't know, you can't really separate your armor from your personality at some point. I feel like it works for him. And I get that he's very protective of her and he understands her need for privacy and he feels like he's a strong advocate like even even though he's you know kind of like out and doing his thing and he's an artist and he can make interesting choices and things like that i feel like he's has some traditional values when it comes to like what a relationship is and what it means and i feel like they share those so i think i feel like they're a good couple right now it's kind of what she needed something healthy and they, yeah they feel like they they are in it you know for the right reasons and you're okay. They don't feel like real, like they're not as showy or anything like that. You can tell they just really like each other. Like there's a friendship there. Okay. And I and I truly feel on this hot take that Rihanna is twin flames with Eminem. <laughs> you just can't get over that song. And they're gonna be in and out of each other's lives forever. I don't get that at all, but so, so they maybe might, they'll collab again. They're gonna collab again. Ooh. Yeah. That's, that's your my, hot, that's your my hot take, take is right. just make something up. I'm getting this. Okay, okay. I like that. All right. All right, well, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll all right, so what do you have next? Okay. This one I know is going to be a hit. Okay. It's going to be a hot take. All it's right. William Daniels. Who's that? He was Mr. <laughs> Feeney. Oh, Mr. Feeney. On Boy Meets World. Okay. He was a big Broadway actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he once was nominated for a Tony for his role of John Adams in 1776, but he turned it down. Why? Because it was for supporting actor, oh. and he wanted it, he felt he was the lead actor in the play, Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney. Mm. So he's got a little okay. uh, it's either like a, maybe some tough green going on there or something. <laughs> okay. And he's a green blue, I think. Okay. 
Um, you know, because like when he was on the show, you know, he played that really tough love kind of guy. Yeah, it's very smart. Yeah, was he? I think he was the principal, right? Was he? No, wasn't no. he the or teacher? Was he the and then he was the principal? principal. Okay, yeah. And he was the neighbor too. I don't know. Maybe I'm th- I'm, I might be confusing it with Mr. Belding. No, why do I get Saved by the Bell? Mr. Feeney was in the Boy Meets World house sometimes. They were the neighbor. He was he, the neighbor. He was the neighbor. He okay. was, yes. Okay. I mean, some people thought it was a little bit of a close relationship. <laughs> like looking back. And I yeah. kind of tend to agree now. Yeah. So, but, you know. <laughs> be- <laughs> now that you mention it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> All right. And that's my hot take. You know, okay. there, there, there were rumors. <laughs> No, no, the rumor is that Mr. Feedy might have got a little feely. I don't know. <laughs> That's my hot take. You just ruined but, my childhood. Yeah. Show. And I, yeah. And yeah. All right. Well, you, you go to your next one. All right. Well, <laughs> Jana Kramer. Everyone's been, so she's um, a country singer. Wind okay. down with Jana. That's how you know, because you, I'm sure you've. That, oh, that's her podcast. I thought she was married to uh, Kramer from Seinfeld. No. No. Oh. No. Her name's Jana Kramer, and she recently got divorced from her former NFL player husband, Mike. I'm going to say it wrong. Cowson? Cawson? Yeah. Anyways, so whew, this is intense. So she is very, very blue. I would even say like blue to go, like the Ooh. blue and to go mix, and she's purple. And Mike is, uh, he's red and purple. And I guess he, I don't know if this is, it's just, is, did he admit that he had a sex addiction issue? Did he have adultery issues in the past? I don't know if he admitted to them. I can see all that around him though. Um, I just don't know if that's out in the open. Well, anyways, they got divorced because he cheated on her. But she, I feel, was protecting him for many, many months. You know, like when you're, when you're kind of that blue to go purple and you just, you got kids, she has two kids, and you got this podcast together, you got this life together, you got all this together, you just don't want it to be true, you know? And you know it's happening, but I'll tell you, a lot of times with these deep empaths, what we do is we go, you know what, I can take it for the sake of, and almost take it to the point, like, if I stand up for myself, I'm ruining the family. If I stand up for myself, you know, he's weaker than I am. I have to protect him by understanding his issues. I get with Mike, he's got... a a real affliction and that he is addicted to attention is what he's addicted to. And I can see that she tried to help him a long time. She tried to understand it. She tried to put all her own needs aside for a long time and standing up for herself like that and putting her own authenticity first. And it's interesting because she wrote some posts, I guess, like saying, you know, set yourself free. I feel free. I feel like I set myself free. How freeing it is when you don't have to hold up that person's weight anymore, you know? So I'm just really proud of her. I think that's amazing. And um, I think she's like a really good role model for a lot of empaths that are dealing with, you know, relationship issues like that. Yeah. You know, like I think he did it in the past, but they tried to get over it and then he did it again. Okay. I think that's what happened. And I have a hot take on that one too. Okay. Spotted Vegas Casino, Mike and Mr. Feeney. Oh my together. God. Yep, they were spotted. William Daniels and Mike. He's like ninety-four, you know. Yeah, Reno. They were Reno. <laughs> no, Mr. Feeney's like really old. Yeah, so well, that's cool. They're they're kind of like an odd couple. Odd and, couple, um, okay. But they've been seen hanging out. Mr. Uh, Feeney will put him in his place. Oh yeah, the yeah old Vegas too. Mm, yeah, not like the old side of yeah, Vegas. I know not I've the said cool Reno, Vegas. Vegas. I've said everywhere, but really nobody knows. <laughs> uh, we're we're thinking it's old Vegas now. Hot take. Hot take. 
Well, I mean, do you have any more? I, That's what I got. All right, I got one more. Okay. And, and I really think I've got it this time. I got it down. All right, this you is finally a hot figured cake. it out. Okay. This guy is a red purple. He is known for his sizzling, incredible TikTok videos. He swipes right at the drop of a dime. Okay. Petro Honchar oh. in the news. <laughs> this guy is Petro. on fire. He has just been all over the place. I have to say something, and yeah. you don't know you don't know what I'm talking about, but people listening to the podcast do. There was this very controversial movie on Netflix during the pandemic. Everyone decided to watch it. It was called 365. And I didn't see that one. Yeah, I know. You know, and you never what you'd watch like three seconds, you'd be like, This is trash, yeah. and you'd turn it off. But I don't know. I watched it. It was so controversial because it was like it, if you you get it if you watched it, you're like, yeah, I get it. Like it was bad. It's triggering for some people. Even yeah. when you talk about Petro Hanchar, that the main character is who I picture in my head. He's just like, <laughs> I can't even. I don't have time to explain it to you, but everybody else understands it, and that's who I think of. Okay. Yeah, I just so you know, that's exactly well, who I see when you say That's your hot take it. on Petro. That, yes. Same guy. All right. I think we have a couple ads. Okay. And then we're going to get into Aura vocab. Let's do it. You know, if you're listening to the podcast, longtime listener here, you know my obsession with function of beauty. I will never, I swear, I will never use anything other than function of beauty ever again in my life. It changed my perspective on what, what shampoo and hair products should be. Um, I mean, all the scents are amazing. Re- what I like to do is I love the lavender. And what I do is at night... Before bed, I will use my lavender shampoo, get a good lather going, use my lavender conditioner, really let that sit for a few minutes, comb it through. Then you can get like hair masks and stuff. I got a a lavender hair mask. I'll sit with that for like 10 minutes, rinse it out with cold water, and I'll tell you, it, it helps me go to sleep. The scent is so beautiful. It's so it's as strong as you want it to be. I like it strong, but it's very comforting, very natural, and just helps me at night to kind of calm down, settle down, and have a restful night's sleep. Function of Beauty is the world leader in fully customized hair care. They create your unique formula based on a short but thorough quiz to give your hair everything it needs to look and feel its best. So I like to put in, you know, what my hair texture is, what my goals are for this month, all that kind of stuff. Every product is sulfate and paraben-free, vegan, cruelty-free, which is so important. I mean, come on. And there are over 60,000 real five-star customer reviews. And Function of Beauty fans are absolutely wild about the fragrances and for good reason your hair has never smelled so amazing and it lasts okay it doesn't just like like you smell that for a while try tropical mango sweet peach crisp pear or subtler scents such as lavender rose and eucalyptus if fragrance is not for you that's okay too you can get unscented as well um so turn your beauty routine into just an aromatherapy session basically a tropical getaway even go to functionofbeauty.com slash kya and take your quiz and save 20 percent on your first order that applies to their full range of customized hair skin and body products that's functionofbeauty.com slash kya to let them know you heard about it here and to get 20 percent off your order that's functionofbeauty.com slash kya you know what my favorite day is? It's that day I look outside my door and there's the beautiful brown box with the lovely blue Stitch Fix sticker on it. And I just get so happy inside. And you can feel that too. You know, shopping for clothes can be needlessly stressful for 
all of us. So why not let Stitch Fix make it easy for you? They do the work for you and you can spend the time doing the things you love instead. Plus, who doesn't love a surprise? You know what I mean? And your stylist knows you, especially after a while. The more you use it, the better they're going to get at it. And um, my stylist, I feel like we're best friends, you know. We really are. So Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you will love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. I'm telling you, it's really hard to find jeans, and I love their jeans, like jean shorts. I always ask my stylist, like, you know, I need this color jean short, or can I get these kind of jeans? Like, And you'd think that they wouldn't know, but you at, you answer a lot of questions <laughs> and answer them truthfully and you will get like really good fitting pants or jeans. I'm telling you, um, you can try on pieces at home before you buy and you keep what you love and you just return what you don't. So stitch fix has free shipping. It's easy returns and exchanges and it, they give you a prepaid return envelope. It's included. It's no fuss. It's really easy. There's no subscription required. You can just try Stitch Fix once or you can set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box, which gets credited towards pieces you keep. And there are no hidden fees ever. It's kind of nice too, like if you're kind of going on a vacation or you kind of go somewhere where you're going to need a couple different looks, you know, and you just don't have the time to go figure out a couple different looks. You just put in a note to your stylist, hey, I'm doing this and I need kind of like this for this. And, And they'll send you things that are interchangeable and can work together. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids too. They ship all over the U.S. and are available in the U.K. as well. So get started today at stitchfix.com slash KYA and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash KYA for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey guys. So, Aura Vocab, it's amazing how Know Your Aura listeners, people part of the Mystic Michaela spiritual family, um, we've been using my Aura isms and we've come up with Aura Vocab terms that are really part of our vernacular now. Not like other people who we talk to, they don't always know what these things are. Right. So, I thought it's a, it was a good day to get them really written down get our dictionaries out, add them, and <laughs> start using them correctly. Okay. So Yeah, so we, we do yeah. sometimes see them used incorrectly. Yes. We're um, super serious about these serious yes. things. And <laughs> I think what we're going to do for each term, you're going to read the definition. Yes. We'll give the origin mm-hmm. of the term, and then I'm going to use it in a sentence for you Yeah. so that you really know what it is. And, before, just, yeah. Yeah. and before we actually start, I think we're going to start with or explaining is the first one, but I do want to say something. I did get a DM the other day, uh, another angry person at me, oh. saying that I my Jumanji game is not good. Oh, like it, you know, I I am coming up one or two Jumanji shorts, yeah. and you know, I guess you know, some I don't know if it's men or female, they're getting very close to what they want. You know, they're not listening to the podcast for your teachings. I know they're listening it to have fun in another yeah. way, and I, you know, they they keep telling me, you know, could you say it one or two more times? If you just said it one more time, you know, this could happen. So yeah. Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji yeah. for those that are playing. Right. Okay. So our first word is aura-splain. That's our first aura vocab. The origin would be Ashley, 
LaPointe. She does a lot of our graphics and she's a Mystic Michaela spiritual family member. She came up with this and this is the definition. While attempting to analyze, describe, and deconstruct someone's actions to them, you include their aura colors in your explanation, regardless of whether they know what auras are or not. That is what aura explain is. Okay, good. And you know, to use it just in a sentence, Scott and Mystic Michaela or explain members of the Mystic Michaela spiritual family on the podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like when, um, and and we're after this, after we do our, we're gonna yeah. get some listeners when they or explained wrong or or explained to people who didn't know what auras were, right? Because it happened. And it's an, the most annoying thing is like you know what you just understand. You see somebody who's being purple or you see someone being yellow or you see someone, oh my god, they're doing the victim blue thing or something, and then all of a sudden you want to tell them that. But there's no other words for it. So you kind of have to not just tell them that. You have yeah. to be like, also, well, here's the podcast. And now you have to go join. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now you can give them this episode. That's right. <laughs> yes. No, okay. I, I mean, I say the colors all the time and people just look at me like, what like, is he what? talking about? Yeah. yeah. It's true. It's, right. it's a hard life we are living. We're, we're pioneers, people. <laughs> yeah. But we are getting the word out. If we have we to are. do it one, you know, person by person, this one, is happening. One, one, at one person, time. One at a time. You're all... Spreading the yes, cause yes. in the good directions. That's right. <laughs> and that is your homework right now. Go Shower. and use it. Tell three people. <laughs> That's a lot. All right. Tell two and a half people. <laughs> or explain. Kids get it quicker yeah, than do. adults. Um, All right. Okay, but go on. All right. So what's our first term? Okay, so the first term is red rant. Okay. The first term is red rant. Um, the origin of red rant is me watching you <laughs> in life. Thank you. That's just me, I, your red aura, and this is what it is. When one sets off into a long-winded pontification of one's own reasons why something should or should not be the way it is. By the way, red rants are always about something mundane and... Not really important, but you okay. can't tell them that when right. they're in the midst of a red rant. Okay, so like you, you can't like red rant about like a major issue. You like, can't, yeah, you can't red rant about like anything like a political stance or social yeah. justice or. It's, right. I mean, that's something else. Like red ranting is like. Well, don't you have an example? Yeah. Well, let's see if my sentence works okay. here. Scott had a red rant when Disney Plus oh, decided to charge thirty dollars for the movie Milan. Now I already pay oh my God. Oh my God. the $6.99 oh my God, fee. I'm paying $6.99. What am I paying the $6.99 for? Yeah. Be- because, you know, they don't really have much content. You know, they had that wand division, but I'm not into the Avengers and all that nonsense. So then they're like, oh, if you want to watch Milan, it's 30 bucks. I mean, that's ridiculous. And I just canceled it because. Yeah. Well, what happens is it's yeah. like throughout the year you get it and then cancel it like several times because then they'll make it free. Like eventually, right. eventually Cruella is going to be free. Okay? Right. And that's when I'm going to come back. And then you'll come back. You'll pay your $7. We'll right. watch Cruella like eight months after anybody yeah. cares. And yeah. you'll be like, see? Look, and it's not about the money. It's, you know, the kids call me Mr. Big Bucks. <laughs> and Sarcastically. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, and no, it's like, you know, like, I would rather them just put it into the charge, like charge me like eight ninety nine a month, right? And like Netflix, Netflix. I don't know what we pay for Netflix, like twelve ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine, fourteen ninety. But everything's on there. You know, I was watching the Army of the Dead in like seven pieces because I can't watch the full thing ever, and um, <laughs> it's too stressful. Yeah, well, no, not yeah, because someone comes down and like, ooh, gory. You, know, with, you can't watch it with empaths in the house. So uh, I don't know if you've seen the Army of the Dead ones, like zombies all yeah, getting I hate blown zombie up and movies. Stuff. But, all right, that's a red rant. So. Well, 
And and then what happened was I think like HBO Max, yeah. like we had this whole thing because like HBO Max charges, I forget, like I think it's like fourteen ninety nine or yeah. something, but then they're including the new releases in it. Right. And that's a more normal thing to do. Yeah. So. But then we were, you and I, this week, yes. went to get bagels this in the, Boca. I know. In I, Boca in Raton. Boca. In, Boca. in Boca Raton. Yep. And we were sitting outside eating our bagels and coffee. Yes. And there was... There, if you, we were regulars too, but there's this other group of regulars, which is just a bunch of very elderly men yeah. and they just scream at each other about things. And one of them started screaming about paying extra for Disney plus. And, and so what was interesting, he had a red rant and yes. no, and everybody was just kind of quiet. Cause you know, like when somebody's red ranting, you just have to let them go. It's kind of like. I don't know. It's like it's kind of like swinging through with the bat or something. You got to like complete the swing. It's like the the red rant. You got to complete the rant. And so he's going off about it, and he sounds exactly like you. He said everything you said about Disney Plus charging more for a movie, and it was something with his grandkids. And then he goes, and then somebody's made a counterpoint, and then he goes, "That's how you think. That's not how I think." And so I have something <laughs> else with red people now because you yes. have a similar saying. Yes. You do what you do, I do what I do. You do what you do, I do what I do. So yeah. I feel like red people, if you come up with a counterpoint, they have some sort of saying. I wonder if your red person in your life has this where it's just like, okay, well, that's how you think. That's not how I think. Or you do what you do, I do. I hear that. all Like that is it in this house. Like if you hear, you do what you do, I do what I do. It's like, oh, Scott's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go do what I do and let him do what he does, I guess. Yeah. You do what you do. I do what I do. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it was really weird. I mean, to hear another There's person other do red a red rant. rant. It was weird. And, and I made you listen. You were like dying. Then you started, then it set off another red rant. And it's almost like you wanted a red rant with him about I, it. It's like you wanted to go over and be like, yeah. Well, they all, yeah. well, I felt, you know, it's like almost, oh my God, that's going to be me soon. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. Like, I'm going to be down. But yeah, I think they were down by the, they sit down by the Starbucks. Yeah. So. And they, have, they still have newspapers. Yeah, and they just argue they, about things. I know. They have, like, and they're always there. They're always there. there. And, and I feel like the other thing that you read ran about would be like parking prices. It, um, it seems a lot with money. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's move on to Purple <laughs> okay. Bomb. Purple okay. Bomb. Purple Bomb. All right. Okay. So the Purple Bomb origin is just. I mean, in my own life, seeing myself do it as a purple and in the multitude of readings I do, I would just see people like, wait a second, you're subconsciously self-destructing your own life. Do you see what you're doing? I mean, nobody wants to see what they're doing. So anyways, that's the origin, my own self-observation and then observing my clients during readings. So anyways, a purple bomb is the act of exploding one's life on purpose so as to create catastrophic change in a way which is self-destructive. We did a whole episode on this. Right. I forget which episode number. 44 or 40? Yeah. It, it just it says purple I, bomb. It's it says 20. it. It's in the 40s. I have no idea. Um but yeah, what happens is is like you want everything to change, but you don't exactly want to change things cuz that would be stressful, so you like plant little bombs around and eventually they blow up. So what's your example? Okay. This is David threw a purple bomb when he allowed Patrick to go on a date with a sexy young man with pointy shoes. Yes. And that, of course, is from Shit's Creek. Yeah, they were flat on the yeah. top, not so, pointy, but you know, yes. Oh, flat, right, sorry. <laughs> David's head looks like a thumb, they say. Okay. No, uh, Patrick. Patrick's head looks like a thumb, okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, here's, you know, the relationship was going really well. Yes. Then enters this sexy young man with the flat shoes. Yes. And David... You know, and then Patrick gets the number from the guy. Yeah. And then David, you know, tells him, oh, why don't you go on a date with him? Yeah. Um, this is Shit's Creek, by the way. This is Shit's Creek, yeah. But, and, but and, yeah, it's relatable. Yeah. yeah. And Simply the Best was playing in the background. And, 
you know, David, you know, obviously, you know, if you know the character, you know, he's been a lot of bad relationships, I think mostly with men, maybe some with women. Yeah. And here the relationship's going pretty well. And now he's kind of throwing out that purple bomb to blow the whole thing up. Yeah, because he doesn't feel like he's deserving of the of Patrick, of, or yeah. and it's not comfortable yeah. to right. be in such a normal relationship right. or things like that. Right. Yeah, I see purple bombs happen too um, when people like, let's say they hate their job, but there's no good reason put in quotes, um, to quit it because they've been taught their whole life not to honor their emotions as real as their logic or whatever. And so then they're like going to start texting their ex-boyfriend and leave their phone around and their new, their current boyfriend sees it. And then their whole relationship gets broken up with, and this is all because they just couldn't quit their job. So they got restless and planted bombs like all over the place. The thing with purple bombs is they are subconscious. So right. if you're doing it on purpose, that's not, not a, purple a purple bomb. bomb. Right. Because that's just like, okay, I'm self-awarely blowing up my life. Right. So like if you're like hanging out with your in-laws and you're going to wear like, you know what? I'm going to wear the, I don't know, uh, like a... I don't know, like a shirt that's very insulting to them, which is somebody <laughs> said this to me. And like, I'm purple bomb. It's like, no, because you're aware. Like if you did things like more subconsciously, that's a purple bomb. Overtly, that's just you, I don't know, doing you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's one of the most widely misused words yes. of our horrible Because the purple bombs, like you don't, when you when you realize that you do them and then your ego kind of like you can get very defensive like if somebody's like listen you're you're planting purple bombs you're about to set you're subconsciously trying to self-destruct you're doing it on purpose obviously you want to get caught because you're not happy or whatever blah 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 your immediate reaction if you're not used to hearing that is like no i'm not that's not true you don't know huh you don't know me but then if you like understand yourself more you're like oh yep that's what i'm doing i'm doing it and if you're purple you've done it and you're could be doing it now and it's okay okay yes purple bombs what do we got next? Indigoist. Indigoist. Origin is the Mystic Mikhail spiritual family. We would talk about how Indigo's um, door slam, which is not my term, um, we, just basically like you take it, take it, take it, take it, and then all of a sudden you just disappear, like from a friendship, you know, or whatever. So uh, on the Mystic Mikhail spiritual family, a member... I don't know who, um, came up with the term Indigoist. So it's when an empath who has completed the door slam on a relationship completely disappears, stops communication, and for all intents and purposes, vanishes into thin air. I mean, Hmm. it's like they will text you and text you and text you, and, like, you just block it, or you never pick up, or, like, you avoid places that you used to go now. Sometimes you have to quit your job. Change your driving routes. Okay, go ahead. All right, here is to use it in a sentence. Yes. Scott indigosted Jebediah after he tried to use his favorite pick a rune at the Smucker barn raising. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, here's a guy, used this pick a rune. I don't know what the pick a rune is. I don't either, but it's like <laughs> some, it's an Amish tool with okay. like, a, like a pick on it. Okay. And after that, just disappeared. Now, who he did? Scott did. You'd, you indigosted yeah. Jebediah. Yes. I okay. indigosted Jebediah. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you do that? You just like don't. Well, he doesn't text. Obviously. Well, yeah, he didn't. It's, he, that, it's easier to indigo like an Amish person. Yeah, it is easier. Um, <laughs> like he can only go so far in his yeah. buggy. Yeah, I mean, I did. You know, he was mailing letters. Okay, and I took them and I and I burned them. Oh wow! And I didn't open them. I didn't respond to them. <laughs> Um, you know, the letters never got through. Like Mal's letters never got through. Yeah, in that shadow and bone. Uh, <laughs> 
Well, he was sending letters in the black <laughs> I love your darkness, man. Didn't uh, yes, didn't let the letters go them. through. The Velcro yes. were eating them. And mm-hmm. um, no one will. Maybe, maybe, maybe someone a few will know people the reference. Will. Oh, okay, Couple one person. People All right, might. let's. Okay, next. <laughs> All right, moving on. What's our next term that we have right now? Yell no. The yell no. Origin again. Mystic Michaela, spiritual family member, came up with this. It's kind of like the indig- It's like the yellow version of the indigoist. It's just like when you're flipping done with something and you're yellow aura. So a yell no is when one suddenly comes to, takes an honest look around at their life and says, nope, and proceeds to do a total life 180 with amazing focus and precision. I have seen yellows do this so amazingly well. Like they're in a job that they don't like and they're like, they just, it's just like one day it just like smacks them in the face. They're like, ah, uh, no, we're done. And then you see them quit get a new job and just like whoop, 180 or sell their house. Like I'm moving. And then like their house is on the market. They have a new house. They moved. There's some, it's like, wow. To the yellow, they don't see it. So like it happens so cleanly or efficiently, but to the rest of us observing, we're like, whoa, that was super not messy. Y'all know. Y'all know. They're just done. All right. So what's your, what's your example? All right. To use it in a sentence so that people will understand. Yes. Use it in a sentence. After mystic Michaela, was abducted by aliens again. Oh. I said, yell no, and decided to create a whole new MIR formula. Wow. So, you know, the old formula obviously wasn't working. Yeah. You know, you kept getting abducted. Yeah. And I changed the formula. Yeah. Like right away. Yeah. Went right to, right to work, took out that dog urine and switched it to cat urine. Yes. And, and it worked. Yell no. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just, have, yeah. yeah. You just made it just totally the 180 yes, on, on your approach to that yeah and you haven't been abducted in like four days thank you Scott. So that's going thank you very well all right that's great all right we have purple shaming purple shaming the origin is me <laughs> like doing it to myself and just also seeing again with clients you know just kind of like that repetitive um yeah shaming that they do so what is it when an individual approval shaming when an individual who speaks their mind has a presence and lives their truth is belittled and accused of being attention-seeking brazen and immature i often see this with purples like purple kids a lot i talk about this all the time purple shaming it's basically when you get yeah shamed for being living a little louder than other people usually it comes from people who are insecure or feel like they themselves cannot live out loud so they like to take you down Okay. I see it in the media yeah. a lot. People get, like, a lot of celebrities get purple shamed. Like, yeah. it, it's bad. It, it's actually really, really awful. It could be very bad. Yeah. Uh, so and, what's your use it in a sentence? Okay. And this is a person who really knows purple, purple shaming very well. Okay. Petro Hantra oh, yes. <laughs> was purple shamed after he decided to drink a bottle of tequila and play Jumanji in a public library. Well, that's going to get you purple shamed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so big deal, you know. He had some tequila. He was shouting out Jumanji. You know, things got a little, yeah. in, you know, in the, the young adult purple section. Shamed him. Uh, oh, well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Getting, he's crossing. Petro's crossing lines, so Scott. Yeah. Hot take. He was with Mike and Mr. Feeney. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. They were there, too. So, all right. We have a uh, two more ads to do, but then we're going to come back and we're going to do a couple more vocabulary Vocab. terms okay and then we're going to get into the stories from the mystic McAuliffe spiritual family all right i had a doctor's appointment this week and it's in a sketchier part of town and then you have to like park in a sketchy part of the parking lot and then you have to walk alone in a sketchy um completely abandoned stairwell but you know what i felt a little better because i had she's birdie with me 
you know, before you leave the house, you do the checklist for your phone, keys, and wallet. And now it's time to add one more thing like I do before you walk out that door. Birdie is the newest essential addition to your routine. So what is it? It's a personal safety alarm. That's what it is. It's designed to be easy to carry and simple to use. It's actually really cute. It's sleek and it looks good hanging from your purse or wherever you want to put it. When you activate your birdie with a quick pull, the alarm will emit a loud, I mean, it is loud, 130 decibel siren and flashing strobe, strobe lights to help deter an attack. Unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, birdie is like zero danger to you. You can feel confident to use it without any worry. Um, birdie goes wherever you go. The alarm comes in multiple colors. I got it in my aura color, indigo. I got it and for my daughter in her aura color red and my neighbor across the street in her aura color blue and has a brass keychain so you can attach it to your keys or your bag. Um, it doesn't really look like anything. It's just kind of like a cute thing. It's not big or bulky or anything. It's adorable. Over 300,000 birdie alarms have been sold and they have thousands of five-star review. So join the flock today for a safer tomorrow. Right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash KYA. Go to She's Birdie, that's spelled S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash KYA for 15% off your first purchase. That's she'sbirdie.com slash KYA. When I do readings, something always comes up. It's, you know, try something new broaden your mind, get yourself out there, do something that makes you think differently. It's amazing how doing those kinds of things can expand your world in ways you don't even know about. Well, Skillshare is a great place to do that. It's an online learning community that offers membership with meaning, with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. You know, I always try a new class on Skillshare. Right now I'm doing one um, it's by Helise Neves. She's a digital storyteller and a video producer. Video, and, and this is, it's cool because I need, I need to learn how to be a little smoother online with my videos and stuff like that. So I'm taking a class called Video for Instagram, tell an engaging story in less than a minute. But there are so many things on there. There's like arts and crafts and cooking and, and yeah, tech stuff. I mean, speaking, I mean, you name it. It's, there's a lot going on on Skillshare. You know, do something today that you couldn't do yesterday with classes designed for real life. Uh, they're very short. They are in segmented and very doable little steps. Uh, a whole class might not even take an hour or two hours, but you do it in every few minutes at a time. So it's it's a doable thing. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. So here's the deal. You can explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash KYA, and you get a free trial free of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash KYA. Why not? Give it a try. It's free. It's good for kids too, and you can do it with them. That's what I do. And we're back, Scotty. Hey, guys. What's our next term? All right. The next term is Jumanji. <laughs> oh, no, that, got it in there. That is, no. Okay. okay. Next one is Victim Blue. The origin of Victim Blue is, again, me. And also <laughs> <laughs> observing, like, just clients. You know, I, I sometimes I call it, like, the Eeyore. Like, when you're being a little bit like Eeyore, like, everything happens to me. I think we all get there. And then in my Recovering Empaths, I talk about this, too. Like, the victim stage of, um, you know, when you just feel like a victim. Anyway, so what does it mean? It's an individual 
who is intent on subconsciously twisting everything into a dramatic narrative in which they have been singled out for persecution. Now, some people live in victim blue. And you, like, any text that you send, they misconstrue, like, are you mad at me? Or, like, sometimes it's a phase, and it's an understandable phase. And then if you have a good friend, they can be like, you know what, you got to stop being victim blue. And you're like, okay, thank you. I needed that. But then sometimes it's, like, a lifestyle, and those people can be tough on us. So that's victim blue. Okay. I will use it in a sentence. Please do. Scott was victim blue after... He was very worried that his entire family was abducted and even though they had just went to a movie and didn't tell him while he was hard at work slaving away, when he got home and he said to them, what do you want to do for dinner? He then proclaimed himself, forget it. And I'm going to Roasties myself. We told that story. I know we did. At some point, it, this was like before children. We were dating. Yes, I was, we told this one. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, well, but people haven't listened. Are gonna be like, what? Oh, yeah. I, I can quickly tell All it. All right, tell it. All right. So quick, 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 quick. Um, we weren't married yet. We were long distance. I traveled to see you. I was home all day. Your parents must have taken pity on me and were like, want to see a movie? You weren't supposed to be home until like, we'll just say 6 p.m. I think it was like 9 p.m. at night. Whatever. Working the entire day. So we got, so you were teaching at the time and then you were supposed to be coaching hockey after. That was the thing. So we got back and you're there and we're like, oh, Scott, you're here. And you're like, yeah, I canceled hockey practice to be here for you. And I'm like, oh, I just went to the movies with your parents. I didn't know. This was before cell phones. I didn't know, like, yeah, this was before cell phones, by the way. So there's no, yeah. like, texting or anything. It's like one of those movies, like, where there's yeah. no cell phones. And um, you were like, I guess that's what I get. I'm just sitting here alone. And then I'm like, well, you want to go eat? No, I don't want to eat. I'm going to Roasties, which was, like, this bad roast beef, roast beef place. place. I liked it, though. It was okay. But, yeah. But, so I'm going to Roasties. Is a victim blue statement. It's a victim blue statement that has become kind of like just we use that. Even the yeah. kids use it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, like if someone's like really down and like, you know, just being yeah. a. And we were dating. Saying, we weren't married yeah. yet. So I was like really sad. I was like, oh, he is so sad. I disappointed yeah. him. I but now if, we just laugh. Yeah. I think Roasties is probably out of business. Oh. Yeah. But that was good. That's victim blue. But I mean, some people live like that and yeah. it's just like you can't do anything right. They're like intent on the narrative being I'm a victim. Yeah. Victim blue. Yeah, I, I feel victimy even reading it. That's yeah. how victimy blue it is. Like you're still identifying with yeah. the person that yeah got home early yeah. to find no one there. Yeah, and all I was doing was you know trying to make it good for you guys. I feel bad. All right, next term is chameleon green. Chameleon green origin me. I guess like sometimes people have this green color that changes like a chameleon and. They feel very shady and they're kind of people that like say what you want to hear um, in the moment and then they'll go, but they believe it. And then they'll go say something else completely different to somebody else so they can live kind of duplicitous lives. So the definition is someone who changes their viewpoints, attitude, and overall demeanor depending on who they are addressing. They're void of their own thoughts, opinions, and conscience. They take on whichever role that suits them in order to get ahead. Yeah, I see it a lot with like shady guys. Yeah, that my clients are dating. I'm like, oh, when I see that chameleon green, I'm like, oh god, mm. Oh. Mm. he's not telling you the truth. But the, <laughs> the problem is, is like they believe themselves. So 
they can be like, oh my God, like we're exclusive or I like you or da, 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 da. And then they believe what they're saying. So as an empath, your lie detector isn't set off because you're like, well, he believes himself. And then they go and say the same thing to like, you know, a couple other people. Yeah. What's your... All right. Use it, use in, a it in a sentence. Mm-hmm. Ted Haggard, founder of the mega church. Oh. We've talked about this clown before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was bashing gays during his sermons <laughs> became chameleon green after he was found out paying men for relations with him. Yeah, so I can see that. That's classic chameleon I green, I don't have right? his picture, but I'm sure he is. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he's yeah, chameleon we, green. We ripped it's him apart. A lot of those big... Like mega church people, these like cult leaders yeah. can be like that. I mean, if they're not guru green, they can be like chameleon green. You know, yeah. some of the cult leaders believe themselves though, but That's like true. you know, like him, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he was going so out of his way to bash that. gay yes. people, and then of course he was doing it. Yeah. at that time, I remember. Th- and then I think I said, like, how it's how sad that you hate yourself so much. Yeah, you know what I mean. Anyways, yeah. we ripped up Ted in the prior episode. Yes. If you want to go back? You can yeah. We don't know where that is. That one. I don't but, know which one yeah. it was, but yeah. It was one when I was going to all like the festivals and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Ted always showed up at all the festivals. Okay. In the bathroom, he showed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah memory lane. Uh, all right, we have Tri-Color Tornado. The origin of this was Colton's season of The Bachelor <laughs> when Cassie, who ended up picking, but there was like a lot of back and forth about it, like with her. She, like, he was like, you are my person. And she was like, I don't know. Because, you know, she, like, was feeling it. Like, I don't know about this guy. And, like, that. So tricolor tornado is, like, when you're a tricolor, which she is. Like, a, she's a yellow, blue, purple. So when you're a tricolor, there's a lot of perspectives and energies in you all the time. And they all have, like, great ideas. But they're all usually pulling you in, like, opposite directions. So this is the definition. The act of an individual who does not know exactly what they want, effectively throwing themselves into every possible scenario, only to find out via major life upheaval which option outlasts their storm of emotion. So just using like her as an example, she obviously didn't trust herself and then she jumped into it. And then we all know how the Cassie and Colton thing worked out. You know, she realized probably like when she was living with them, she's like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Like I tried this out. Now I'm in this tornado of like, holy crap. I, oh, okay. And then, and then only then they can usually with tricolors, like you got to throw yourself into it in order to know what to do. Like you don't know what you want until you know what you don't want. And then it's kind of a catastrophe, but at least that, you know, that's just their process. Yeah. Do you okay. have a, yes, I do. Yes. Go ahead. Scott threw himself into a tricolor tornado <laughs> when deciding which crystal he wanted to keep in his pocket mm. on a night out with Mystic Michaela. Red Jasper, Hematite, White Millet, Rose Quartz, Tiger Eye. White Millet. <laughs> and then he finally decided and he went with um, the Rose Quartz. Okay. For love. That's sweet, yeah. Scott. Yeah. I don't know if it relates, but I think people get it. Yeah, I'm not a tricolor, so I, I, it, this was a hard one for me. It's not hard for you not to know what you want. You're right. very good at knowing, knowing what you yeah. want. So this is a tough one. Yeah. All right. Is this the last one? Yeah. Our, okay, so our last one is our favorite term. It is. Uh, South Florida <laughs> purple. We've talked about you this. just have to live here to know this one. I yeah, think. You I don't are, know. Yeah. And I, I've been hearing there's a Vegas purple. Yeah, I you can know, see that. Um, I can see that too. But South Florida purple is basically an individual with questionable sources of income, living situation, (laughs) and hygiene (laughs) who is most likely to make the evening news. (laughs) Said individual has a try anything attitude towards sexual practices, illegal substances, and what constitutes modest attire. Okay. (laughs) 
So, so we've talked about yes, this. and and here my, uh, <laughs> to get a sentence. <laughs> I mean, you know, just the other day we were just driving to the gym and we saw a South Florida purple. <laughs> this guy was just on the corner, like dancing, break dancing, yeah, doing like weird moves, shirtless, and shirtless, you know, like one sock on, one sock off, <laughs> one shoe on, one on his hand. It, you know, this is South Florida purple. Yes, and you can find. And what I want you to do is get your own sentence. And the way you get your own sentence, yeah, is take your birthday. And you put it into Google, and you just write your birthday, and then say, uh, "South Florida man." So I just write. So mine is September twenty second. I put in September twenty second, South Florida man, and this is what I got. Okay. Florida man rides manatee, <laughs> dares police to arrest him, gets arrested. So mine's actually pretty tame compared yeah. to some of the others. You, I don't know if you ever put your birthday. I, I put in April eighth. South Florida man, drunk, shirtless Florida man arrested after shoveling spaghetti in his mouth at Olive Garden. <laughs> so yours is better than mine. But <laughs> if you do it, any birthday is going to come up. So, yeah. yeah, and it even, doesn't work with other. And you have to say South Florida, yeah, not you have to say, Florida. Yeah, do you have to say Florida man or no? You just Florida say, man. No, no so, Florida man. I thought South Florida man works better. Oh, does it? A lot better. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to redo my. Yeah, man. and you could do South Florida woman, but not enough comes up. It's like yeah. South. You have to do your birthday and then South Florida, Florida man. man. It doesn't work with other receipts. Like I've tried. Yeah. You can try it too. Yeah, I'll try. I put in Florida man, but okay, I, South it Florida just, man works too. It just cuts too. people different. We and we told this like early on in, in the podcast the origins of South Florida purple. Because we had a neighbor named Juan. Yes. When we lived in Buffalo at Regency yeah. Course Apartments. And and he always, he looked like a South Florida guy. Yeah, and he, he would always yeah. come out of his apartment at the pool with like a drink and yeah. like flip-flops and a V-neck yeah. shirt. And he'd be like, South Florida, baby. South Florida, baby. South Florida, baby. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. South Florida, baby. This is my style. South Florida. He thought he was like Pitbull or something. And then. We were like, what is wrong with him? And then we moved down here, and then there was, like, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> like, thought he was unique up there. We're like, oh, he's so unique. And yeah. then but, he, now he's, yeah. yeah that not. is the origin of the term. Yes. It's from Juan, who used to live in Buffalo in the Regency Court with us, <laughs> and he used to party, like, South Florida. South Florida. Uh, you know, like, maybe, like, a pit bull, that guy, you know. Yeah. Hey, that yeah. guy, he's South Pitbull's Florida. doing well for a but South doing, Florida oh, guy. He's doing fantastic yeah, for a South Florida Usually guy. they, like, act like they... Yeah. They they think they're like that or they yeah. can put on a pretense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even like if anyone ever tells me like, oh, I'm dating someone from South Florida. Like my oh. first thing, I cringe. It's like, like a visceral like, reaction. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like a visceral reaction. I'm like, no, don't do it. And then I always ask like, well, where, are they from here? Yeah. Right. <laughs> if they're not from here, it's okay. Yeah. Like my friend started dating somebody from Miami no, and I'm like, no, are like, they from here? Yeah. And then she was like, no, they're from Pittsburgh. I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah. Like I started freaking out like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I had like a panic yeah. attack for her. Sometimes, yeah, it, and it depends. I, I mean, if they're Cuban, it's okay. I just have to like put that out there because I just feel like Cubans are okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm just saying because there's a lot of Cubans. I'm, I'm not oh, talking yeah. about like ethnicities. I'm talking no, no, about no. the weirdo yeah. South Florida just yeah. Yeah. person yeah. that is just mentally not right. right. I'm talk- not talking yeah. because sometimes when you say Miami or like that, like people no. are like, oh, I know like Cubans live there. Like, yeah. no, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking yeah. about. You're yeah. talking about like Ricky Martin if he never got famous. Yes. And he was just like doing yes. karaoke. If he never got famous. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yes. All right. That's the best one. Okay. All right. So let's move on to our next segment. Okay. Which is going to be. We asked the Mystic Michaela spiritual family to tell us times when they or explained somebody, but it didn't quite work out. 
So let's do that now. Okay, so what do you got? All right, so here we go. From the Mystical Kala Spiritual Family Facebook group, we're going to start just first names. Natasha writes, My new coworker was telling me all about how overwhelmed she felt by her mother's need for order, control, and organization. She wasn't sure what to do or how to communicate with her mom. I found myself explaining that her mother sounds yellow, and the, and the look on my coworker's face was priceless. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? Okay. Fortunately... <laughs> We backtracked, and she was totally receptive to learning about aura colors. She's now a KY listener and comes to me with newfound realizations about people in her life. So basically, yeah, you say, so you're so yellow, and then like, what? Like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, once you find somebody that gets it, like, in the workspace or something, it's like, oh, my God, let's yeah, yeah. share insight on the rest of them. I, I mean, <laughs> it really is. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm on the uh, HOA, the board, and I used it. You did? Yeah, at a board meeting, and like, everyone just in the crowd was just like, what? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, I talk about it so much, I can't. It's hard to, it's hard or, to like, sometimes there's no other way to explain it except, oh, she's yellow. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, go read up on it. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Madison writes, two friends asked me if I was the one that doesn't like Casey Musgraves. And I said, heck no. I love her music. Then for some reason, I just had to keep talking. And I continued with, yeah, there's this aura reader I listened to, and she's confirmed Casey as pink, as a pink aura. And it's so true. If you listen to her lyrics, they're so simple and romantic and Disney princessy. That is true. It's like butterflies and rainbows yeah. and lollipops. <laughs> a pink aura is kind of like the glitter and pink obsessed optimistic person. Like I think Ashley, our other friend, is pink. Then I got silence. <laughs> they're like, what? We all stared at each other <laughs> with an occasional blink. Blink, blink. blink. And after... What felt like an eternity, one of them finally changed the subject, and we never talked about Casey or Auras ever again. <laughs> like, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, that Aura reader. Good thing you didn't use our name. Yeah. That's really funny. All right. Some people get it. Some people are like, mm, let's move on. Right. So that friend group, you know, we hear like tons like friend groups, like they start yeah. chats and they start like a whole things about it's okay. it. okay. Yeah. But they're, this they're, one, no. Th- no. They're just like, no. <laughs> like, what? All right. Elizabeth writes... My husband was telling me about a girl he dated briefly about 10 years ago. He said she was free-spirited for him, like too free-spirited for him. Okay. Oh. Too purple. Too purple, yeah. <laughs> Last he heard, she was living out of, an, out of an RV by a river. Okay. Okay. All right. You know, That's cool. Some people do that. I think I actually surprised him when I decided to or explain their relationship to him. Whoa. Whoa. You're, oh, that, that's bold. That's, yeah, that's, that's daring. Deep. Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. I told him because he's a red, he's always going to be attracted to free-spirited purples. Yeah. But because he's red-blue, he's a traditional person and has always wanted a family and a home. So sometimes even the chemistry is there with purples, it might not be a long-term thing. Yeah. Uh, I then told him that because I'm purple and blue, we get that red-purple passion thing. Yes. Mm. But it works better because I have always wanted a family and a home. Yes. And my purple shows in different ways. Oh, my God. She's... Elizabeth's she's well-versed. She's well-versed. Well-versed. It's the first time I ever explained to him, and he said it actually made sense. Yay. And then she goes on to say, this might be too much information. <laughs> but no, it's not. they Bring did it. play Jumaji after that. <laughs> so it led to uh, good times. That red-purple was going. If this podcast can bring any good times to people in that yes. way, I just feel... Just feel really good inside. I am so proud right now <laughs> to be the founder 
of strip podcast. It tr- I truly, my, if my, anyone else takes that from you in other bigger podcasts, yes, please. I don't know what to do. Well, we, we unleash the entire Mystic McAllister spiritual <laughs> like, family army on them. Podcast with Scotts. I, I am the founder. I know you know people like to you know steal ideas, but no, they, they just can't. All right. That's going to court. That is. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. That I'm, go, I'm going. That, that yeah. you'll go down with that ship. I'm going down with that ship. All yeah. right. That, all right. Racial rights. <laughs> Whenever I tell my spouse, oh, I think I do that because I'm purple, he makes fun of me. Like yesterday, we went to Putt-Putt. I picked up a purple ball, and he was like, oh, you picked that one because it's your aura color, right? (laughs) So he decides to tell me that he really likes a certain act in the bedroom, and he thinks it's because of his aura color, even though he doesn't know what they are. Wow, that's a lot of questions. Yeah. So, I mean... I think we're going a little fetishy here. He's probably a green. Oh, I mean, I, we did oh, the orgasmic episode. Yeah. It has a lot of that stuff in there. Yeah, we met her. We met, refer him, Rachel, to that episode. Yeah. But it seems like he's kind of like manipulating the aura now to kind of like, get hey, wait what a he, second. Yeah. This could work for me. Yeah. That's what he's saying. Yeah. The real yeah. question I have is does she cheat at putt putt? Because I do. Okay. And I think it's a purple thing. All right, Rachel. Do you, <laughs> so we want to know do you cheat at putt putt? <laughs> And then we also want to know if this guy, maybe, so maybe he's not green and he's maybe being a little, I don't know, I don't know, a little purpley here himself. Maybe. Trying to be like, hey, well, people get I into can, it. Yeah, I'm, you know, I like this because. Yeah, like if that's your angle yeah. into the auras, yeah. like aura bedroom stuff, like, yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean, I've tried it a few times. All right. <laughs> okay, here is Rachel again, a different oh, Rachel. Rachel. Different Rachel. Rachel, okay. this is Rachel D. Okay. I have never mentioned auras. Or this podcast at my work. Lots of greens. Didn't think they'd be into it. One day my coworker started talking about how this guy she knows once told her she has a blue aura. Oh. And I immediately was like, ah, yes, you're definitely blue. I then had to backtrack and explain about auras and stuff and why I suspect she is blue without sounding too wacky. Yeah. So kind of like, sorry about that. Um, I think... Sometimes what happens here mm-hmm. is you might think someone's more into it than they are, so you open up to them. Yes. So you're like, oh, I could talk about the colors. Thank yes. And then then they're, all of a sudden you're like, you just crossed a line. They're like, wow. Wait, what? what? You just that yeah. was too much. Yeah. Like you get really excited because it's like pent up inside of you. Like you've been at work watching everyone for like months now, and you're like, that's so green. I need to. Yeah. Green. And then they might just add, you know casually mention like, I like the color green, and you're like, oh my god, uh, you have a green aura. And then everyone's like, you're crazy. Oh uh, yeah. You're like um okay. <laughs> so that's what happened to Rachel with a D. Yeah. All right. Jessica writes. Currently in Key West and trying to explain to my husband about South Florida purple oh. since we landed in Miami. Well, he's been seeing it. Yeah. Babe, you see that person we just talked to? <laughs> That's South Florida purple. Him. Okay. So like the mouth and confidence or arrogance from like a New Yorker, but with a super island flamboyant vibe at give zero Fs. Yes. <laughs> I just got chills. <laughs> He's brilliant. He <laughs> understands the essence of the South so, Florida purple. Yes. Okay. So wow. Jessica, your 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 guy gets it. Your oh. husband your husband gets it. That is. Yes. That is epic. Yeah, that is epic. And I don't know why he spelled she spelled the word the bad word with a sunflower and uh in a kind of symbol, a hand symbol. But what bad he, word? Zero oh, he gets zero Fs. Fs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Elizabeth writes I was telling some friends over dinner and drinks about auras and my friend's boyfriend, who is very red, 
Aura started red ranting about mm-hmm. how personality tests like the Meyer Briggs yeah. are BS, corporate propaganda meant to put people <laughs> in boxes to exploit more efficiently. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I mean, why right. not? You know, sure, Elizabeth's, is that her boyfriend? Yeah, oh, friend's boyfriend. He seems very open-minded and seems like a nice fella. <laughs> Uh, please don't introduce him to our podcast. Uh, you know, we, we have a five-star rating right now. I'd like to keep it that way. I mean, but here's the thing. I can see that. You know what I mean? What what they're saying? Like, because, you know, I think as kids, we always took the career test or the this test or that test. Like, I get it. But, like, there are something called, it's like a scientific fact. We all, every even animals, there's personalities. Right. You know, there has to be leaders. There has to be followers. There has to be fringe people. There just has to be. Like, it's just, you know. So that's like science. It's like, it's real. But I guess, of course, people are going to, that's funny. (laughs) The the red rants aren't ever like actually like wrong. They're just, yeah. All right. That's funny though. All right. Jessica writes, we have a few more and we'll, we'll end it there. My extended family is very conservative and I showed up to a family party with a new tattoo and freshly dyed dark hair. Mm, Triggers for them. Mm, My 90 year old grandma (laughs) freaked out and told me she's worried about me and my decisions. (laughs) I simply explained my purple needed a change. Grams, I'm purple. And I walked away. <laughs> she then told my mom oh I my needed God. to go to therapy <laughs> and I am losing it. <laughs> so she's losing it. She's purple shame, right? Purple shame. She right got there. purple shame. Purple shame. Uh, you, know, you think 90-year-old, usually grandmas, yeah. there's some like, uh, I don't know, ledge you get to at a certain age where you're just like, you know what, screw this. Yeah. It's, it's like, like bigger yeah, things to worry about. Yeah. I mean, unless the tattoo was of like Ted Haggard or something. <laughs> I mean, if you had Ted Haggard's face tattooed yeah, on your body. Yeah, let us know what the tattoo was. Yeah. That might know, explain yeah. if Graham's gets yeah, it or not. Yeah. But Jessica, if it's just yeah. like, you know, a yeah. koi fish, you're good. Right. <laughs> so Jessica, please tell us it wasn't of Ted Haggard and... Where we support that you. That is so This funny. podcast supports you. Oh, yes, of course. Okay. That is funny. All right. Caroline writes, so my boss invited me to her house for dinner, and her 10-year-old daughter, Def, has a little feisty purple in her. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so you get there, the kid's a little feisty. Yeah, it's feisty your boss's daughter. Oh, yeah. You know, she's probably spitting on you, <laughs> She's like, you. I can do anything to you, and my daddy yeah, can you fire can't, you. You can't do anything. <laughs> okay. Well, it might be, I think the boss is a woman now, but oh, all right, here mind. we go. Well, after a drink, we're in the kitchen and on the fridge, there was a bunch of paintings she did and they were so good. Mm-hmm. My co-worker and I were commenting on them and I said, how purple, how so purple she is. Mm. My boss asked what that meant. And when I started orisplating how she doesn't like when people tell her what to do and she has outspoken opinions, my boss looked at me like I was thoroughly insulting her child. <gasps> Ooh. Well, she I tri- got okay. Yeah, I tried my best to explain how awesome purple people are and that they're artistic, but there was no backtracking out of that moment. Wow! So I just told her to check out Mr. Michaela on Instagram. <laughs> I like. That. So we just throw it back out to us. Yeah. Um, the boss sounds like kind of like an a hole yeah. who has like major issues with how her child naturally is as a person. So yeah. instead, and so the kid might be trying to get attention from mom in right. a negative way by being extra purple. I mean, it sounds like to me, what, what's her name? Who said this? Uh, Caroline. seems like Caroline saw this little girl. As an empath, Caroline felt the major mommy-daughter issues here. Right. Probably because you know it's not the best idea to bring up the aura thing at the dinner, but you did it anyways. Why? Because spirit made you. Right. And if you're going to be so triggered, because I'm a mom too, like if somebody like says like, oh my God, she's feisty or this, I'd be like, yeah, okay, you're right. Like 
it would only trigger me if I felt like I couldn't control it, you know, if, if I was insecure about it. So obviously mom's insecure. And that whole thing was spirit channeling through you, Caroline, to give them some sort of message. And it's not your problem if it wasn't received or not. That's a heavy yeah, one. That's a heavy one. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, that's yeah, rough. Yeah. All right, let's end it with this last one. This is from Kelly T. She's okay. been with us basically Kelly! from the start. We love Kelly. We do. She said this yesterday to a coworker. <laughs> she said something yesterday to a coworker and ended with, dude, you're a wacko. But that's cool. What does red blue mean? <laughs> <laughs> like the lady. Wait, wait. Re- so yesterday to a coworker. Yeah. Kelly, he ended, he yeah. ended the sentence with, dude, you're a wacko, calling Kelly a wacko. Yeah. But that's cool. What does red blue Because mean? she had called him a red blue. Yeah, she probably called him a She didn't write that, but she probably yeah. called him a red blue. And then he said, you're nuts. <laughs> and what does red blue mean? And what mean? is red blue, by the way? <laughs> In true, true well, red blue. That's, I mean, that's like, actually, by saying that, that's really that a red blue. Yeah. And what does it mean? You yeah. know? Well. Well. I love that, Kelly. I love it. We this was a fun one. We had yeah, to lighten it up. We played it up. Jumanji. We yeah. other people made me so proud that they're playing Jumanji. Yes. I mean, keep using your aura vocab. Yeah. Keep aura explaining. Yeah. Basically, keep... you've lost your skin now if you've been playing Jumanji. We said it so many times. Yes, it's true. <laughs> Thank you so much. This podcast is for you and about you. And thanks for hanging out with us today. Take care, guys. Bye bye. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.